Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Do you need a hand with video and YouTube content editing and production? Send some love to our newest sponsor, Banzot Media, a freelance video editor and YouTube content creator that produces a wide variety of content such as audiobooks, audio dramas, podcasts, gaming videos, and interviews. Banzot is passionate about entertainment and dedicated to helping others grow their name and brand. Check them out at facebook.com slash Media. That's B-A-N-Z-O-T media. Facebook.com slash Media. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Welcome, welcome, and happy new year! Happy new year! The first first episode of yeah. the year twenty twenty one. That's really inter- weird to say. It is, yeah, yeah. I know my daughter was like, "Oh, you know, Dad, I was I was born in the uh, the twenty first century." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And I was like, "I was born in the twentieth century." He's like, "You're not that old." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. I am a hundred years old." Yes, and I said, "You know what? You're probably gonna see the next century too." <laughs> it's possible. What are we, 80 years from, 80, 79 years. 79 years, so, yeah. I mean, she could. She could, she yeah. Live a ripe, healthy age, yeah. especially if they use all the nanobots and stuff to make right. us. Um, no, we could if they do. Oh I God. don't know if I want to. I was going to say, <laughs> don't, don't put that on us. We'll leave that for our kids to deal with. So, happy New Year's, happy 2021. Um, we got to get used to saying 2021 because we've had to say yeah. the word 2020 so much because it sucked that bad. Yeah, right. So... Here's to hoping that this year is a better one. Yeah. Well, no one's ever going to say hindsight's 2020 anymore. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> going to be like, oh, God, no. It's the, it's, it's the, the the name we don't speak of. <laughs> right. You hindsight's mentioned. <laughs> hindsight. Hindsight, hindsight is hindsight. <laughs> That's what that's going to be from now on. <laughs> yeah, it's just hindsight. We, we don't want to really associate to that no, anymore. No. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? This is your weekend wrap up. And. Yes. It's been an interesting week because, I mean, it's been relatively quiet minus, like, every time I pull up news trying to look for stuff, up to today, um, it was just like, stimulus check, stimulus, like, when right. when do you expect your stimulus check? Yeah. How much do you expect on your stimulus check? Yeah. Mitch McConnell's blocking stimulus check and right. all that all that stuff, yeah. just keeping us, you know, right. dangled and, like, on the edge of our seats for that, that government-issued right. money that yeah. they're, they're promising us or whatever, but... Um, we're coming up on a. I think this next week's going to be more interesting. I think so. I think uh, I think the uh, shit is going to hit the fan this week. I do too. Um, and we're going to talk more about it tomorrow because, or on uh, Wednesday's episode that we record tomorrow because Donald Trump is promising some fireworks. I guess yeah. on what was it January sixth? Yeah, he's he's making some moves. So, we've got more information coming for you tomorrow. So we're not going to talk a lot about that today. But um, we did find some interesting stuff in the news this week yeah. that just popped up here and it there. Did. We didn't really have to dig. It just was there. Yeah, and it was stuff, unexpected stuff. It wasn't like um, 
the typical election coverage or politics or anything like that. It's just interesting stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah. before we get there, I do want to make an announcement. I care more than most. Bill cares slightly less than I do. Um, the drywaller showed up this week, <laughs> and we are getting our recording space back. The, yeah. Where we started this this venture out, and then we got kicked out yeah. because my basement turned to shit. Yeah, and then got put on hold for what five months. Yeah, do they have a, a deadline for you that they're hoping uh, they're rolling they're on it? Are though. they? Oh, okay. Yeah, they already got all the drywall up. They came and taped and mudded today. So, okay. um, as far as I know, they're they're rolling quick. So nice. the drywallers are. Uh, hopefully, the carpet guys get in there and go yeah. quick. Because then after that, we can move back and we can have more space than what we yeah. have here. We got some plans for that space, and right. it's just going to be a little bit nicer for us. So, again, you you guys don't care, especially if you're listening. You can't see yeah. this anyway. But. I'm thinking about a mural of Nancy Pelosi behind me. Yes. So she's maybe wearing like a bikini awesome. or something. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Go home. I'll finish this by myself <laughs> on that note. But, yeah, so I'm hoping within the next couple of weeks, week or so, Maybe maybe more than a week, but in the next couple of weeks, get down there and yeah. get our space back because, man, we are cramped in this space here, and yeah. this room gets really freaking hot too. It does. So that means I need to get moving on my background. Or yeah, no. I started ordering shit Did you yesterday. I, I need to. So, so I didn't think they were going to be moving that fast. I didn't for either. You. I didn't either. They came New Year's Day to really? do drywalling. Yeah, it was, interesting. Yeah, fortunately, I didn't have anything planned because when I found out, I was like, "Are you are you freaking kidding?" But they didn't show up till like noon, so it wasn't that big a deal. So, again, news. That's what we're here for. Anything yes. going on with you before we break, change over to the news? Uh, let's Steelers see. played today. Did they win? They did. No, they lost, but they, they played their, their second-string quarterback. Mm. Um, they rested all their defensive starters and their, and their starter quarterback. So, and they, you know, they, they almost beat the Browns. And so it was a, it was a good outing, considering, um, you know, I, they could have beat them. But uh, next week, the playoffs start. And they're going. Uh, they're doing triple headers uh, Saturday shit. and Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is the first year that they're doing seven teams in the uh, playoffs. Oh, they extended it kind of like they did on baseball, just yeah. to give it a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little more people involved, probably because right. they lost so much money having to like delay some of it, yeah. which they didn't really delay like right. baseball did. No. Yeah. Yeah. And none, they didn't have to cancel any games. Um, they pushed back games. Mm -hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, but yeah, so there's a game at like noon, there's a game at like three, and then there's a game at like seven o'clock every night. I still think the only reason to increase the amount of teams is to, um, increase the lost revenue that they oh, lost sure. without having players and stuff this year. So I'm sure. they, they've been talking about it for the last couple of years mm. and, uh, I don't know that the players finally decided to go with it. So, well, we'll, we'll see what happens, yeah. but I'm excited for that. And then, uh, yeah, new year's is good. Um, I was off all last week. That's good. Yeah, yeah. so I feel well rested and ready to go next week. That is good. Um, I need a vacation myself. Yeah, well, I'm taking a tomorrow year. off because yeah. the drywallers will be here. But it is a new year. I need some time off. Yeah. So, back to the news. Yes. Something that's been popping up in multiple stories across different news sources that at first, just at first glance, didn't really piqued my attention too much, but then once I started seeing it across different sources, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. Is this new trend of reporting on aliens. Yeah, and it on started... On alien encounters. Well, it started in the summer, didn't it? Yeah, we started seeing it little by little yeah. in the summertime. Like, we had that... Who is that Israeli guy, the former Israeli yeah. uh, intelligence guy that came out a couple right. weeks ago that was saying Trump knew about yeah, it? Yeah, right. And, yeah, Trump knew about the aliens. And we and had like a secret base on Mars that right. we were in communication, but we had a contract with them not to tell anybody yeah. until um, the world was fully understood space travel and, right. and space in general. And yeah. yeah, it was just a bunch of yeah. crap because I can't. And I I think I talked about that on a bonus episode. I I had said that um, like. How do aliens understand contracts the way we do? Because it said we had a contract with them, a binding contract to not disclose this information. It's just like, how how is that alien? First of all, how do we right. communicate with them? Yeah, do they have a translator? I mean, do they email? Right. <laughs> Secondly, how do they understand what? Oh, oh, I I write on this this paper. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I. You, I have to agree to this. It's it's binding yeah. by law. <laughs> by what? Whose law? <laughs> yeah. There was um. Gosh, there was a book that came out. 
Um, it's a big conspiracy theorist book. It was written by somebody in intelligence, and it came out, I want to say, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And he had said that um, that our government had a treaty with aliens, that they were to provide a certain amount of citizens for experimentation. <laughs> that and, does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they would agree to you know give us technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was called... Um, um, Beyond a, a pale horse or upon oh. a pale horse or something like that. Huh. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe that'll go on my to-read list this year. Yeah. It's one of my New Year's goals. I don't want to call it resolution because Because yeah. you started reading stupid. a book, um, yeah. Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, I started reading that today, yeah. actually. And I started reading that book, Chaos, that I had mentioned yeah, before. So. So. This is the, bo- the, the year that I want to get into some more reading. Yeah. Maybe get some more um, content for podcasting is right. what... And then also to expand my my thinking and stuff. Right. So yeah, but anyway, back to aliens. Yes, um, this new article came out. Um, this is in the New York Post, and it says this isn't the same guy. This is some Harvard professor uh, says that an alien visited in 2017, and more of them are coming. Hmm. You remember when that that cigar shaped object flew through? Yes. Yeah, I thought that was more recent than 2017. I thought it though. was too. But they're showing the picture of that for the picture. Maybe they're just using the picture. Maybe. Maybe they're they're like you know it's an Uber. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he says when the first sight of intelligent uh, life first visits us from space, it won't be a giant saucer hovering over New York like in Independence, Independence Day. Day because that didn't go well at all. <laughs> no, no. More likely, it will be an alien civilization's trash. Found that paragraph the most interesting because you remember yeah. my bonus in, uh, uh, episode I recorded yeah. about the the shiny monolith thing. Yes, yeah. I was like maybe it's just someone's trash. somebody's trash that they threw at our because we yeah. threw Elon Musk threw our car at their, at their planet. So they're like fuck you, I'll throw my space <laughs> shit, my space trash back yeah. at you. And so um, when he came out and said more likely it's going to be um, their trash that we find before anything else, I was right. just like I just talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> so it says. Avi Loeb, the chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy, believes he's already found some of that garbage. In his upcoming book, Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth, um, out January 26th, the professor lays out a a compelling case for why an object that recently wandered into our solar system was not just another rock, but actually a piece of alien technology. The object in question traveled towards our solar system. I think it is talking about that cigar-shaped thing. Maybe yeah. it was first. Maybe they first noticed it in that 2017. Be, yeah. um, from the direction of Vega, a nearby star 25 light years away, and intercepted our solar system's orbital plane on September 6, 2017. So that's when hmm. it first came into our solar system. Okay. September 9th is trajectory. Trajectory brought it closest to the sun. At the end of September, it blasted out about 58,900 miles per hour past Venus, um, orbital distance, and then on October 7th, it shot past Earth before moving swiftly towards the constellation Pegasus and the blackness beyond, he wrote in his book. says, the object was first spotted by an observatory in Hawaii containing the Panoramic Survey Telescope and Rapid Response System, the highest definition telescope on Earth. A space object was dubbed Oumuamua. Oumuamua. I wonder who came up with that name. It's Hawaii, <laughs> the Hawaiians, which which translates roughly into scout. Oh, okay. So that's a it's a it was that's, a scout ship, or they're just that, like that's what they the Hawaiians translate, but. Mm-hmm. They need to work on getting like better, like smushed together words. Like yeah. for us, it's scout. For them, it's omuamua. Yeah, it doesn't omuamua. really yes. roll off the tongue. No, not as much as scout. <laughs> as space travelers go, it was relatively small at just about a hundred yards. How does long. he know? <laughs> what this guy? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, as space travelers go, it was relatively small. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I know. mean, compared to well, what was it? The like, RV. He, well, he's uh, he's like. Uh, the head of astronomy there so as far as like space stuff junk okay like asteroids would be like much larger than this was only 100 yards long it wasn't something like super big i mean for all we know these guys could be like that tall and it's yeah. huge for them yeah so it's true it's true he's thinking very human like <laughs> it says um it was a big deal in the scientific community for starters it was just it was 
the first interstellar object ever detected inside our solar system. Judging from object's trajectory, astronomers concluded it was not bound by the sun's gravity. So it wasn't something revolving around the sun. There's okay. a picture of a really large-breasted female right next to this. And um, y'all get to nice. see that, too. I didn't intentionally <laughs> do that, but, man, it's kind of distracting you're me. me out, though. <laughs> yes, sorry. I don't want to get you too distracted. All right. Um, it says, suggests it was just traveling through. Since it's not um, bound by the sun's gravity, it's not orbiting from the sun's gravity, it's just passing through. Okay. Which is interesting, something that small could pass through without getting caught up in the sun's gravity. Right, Unless agreed. it's, like, not yeah, the, the natural. physics of it, yeah, created, defy the gravity. It says, no crisp photos could be taken, but astronomers were able to train their telescopes on the object for 11 days. They couldn't get a crisp object for 11 days yeah. using their high-def telescopes. Yeah, that seems a little shady. Collecting all kinds of data. At first, scientists thought it was an ordinary comet, but Loeb said the assumption ran the risk of allowing the familiar to define what we might discover. He said, what would happen if a caveman saw a cell phone? He's seen rocks all his life, and he would have thought it was just a shiny rock. He probably would have seen them and been like, you know, that's relatively small for a communications device. <laughs> yeah. And as, far, as far as rocks are concerned, this is a really small rock. <laughs> so he's saying um, somebody that's never seen anything like it, they're going to describe it in ways in things that they are familiar with like, like rocks yeah so for that for us to be like oh it's just a normal comet probably just an irregular comet he's saying that we're we're kind of um defining it with too small-mindedly because we're only defining it with things that we right. know loeb soon opened his mind to another possibility probably <laughs> on the acid that he took it was not a comet but discarded tech from an alien civilization a number of unusual properties about the object help him make his conclusion. First were Amuamu's dimensions. Why can't we just say the object? Can we just call it Mu? Let's just call it the object. Let's call it Mu, too. <laughs> Mu-Mu. Astronomers looked at the way the object reflected sunlight. Its brightness varied tenfold every eight hours. Its brightness varied tenfold, so it was getting brighter and dimmer every eight hours, suggesting that... That was the amount of time it took for it to complete a full rotation, so oh, spinning okay. around itself. Scientists concluded the object was at least five to ten times longer than it was wide, sort of like the shape of a cigar. So it is that one we were talking about. Okay. No naturally occurring space body we've ever seen has looked like it or even close. This would make Mumu's geometry <laughs> more extreme by at least a few times in aspect ratio or its width to its height than most extreme asteroids or comets that we have ever seen. What's more, Mumu was unusually bright. It was at least 10 times more reflective than typical solar system asteroids or comet. Well, we already said it's not part of the solar system, right. so it could be coming from a, a star somewhere. Right. He likened its surface to that of shiny metal. But the anomaly, anomaly that really pushed him towards his ET hypothesis was the way Mumu moved. <laughs> The excess pushed away from the sun. That was the thing that broke the camel's back. So it was actually moving away from the sun and didn't, like I said, didn't get caught up in the sun's gravity right. when it was passing by. So if it was revolving, it would leave the sun at some point. But if it's not caught in the sun's gravity at all, how is it like right. being pushed away from the sun? Yeah. Using physics, scientists can calculate the exact path of an object should take and what speed it should travel due to the gravitational force exerted by the sun. The sun's pull will speed up an object massively as it gets closer, then kick it out the other side only for the object to slow considerably as it gets further away. That I saw that sense? on Star Trek, yeah. They used it to travel back in time. Oh, all right. <laughs> Maybe that's what's happening. But Mumu didn't follow this calculated trajectory. The object, in fact, accelerated slightly, but to a highly statistically significant extent, he wrote, as it moves away from the sun. So it got faster as it was moving away from the sun. Okay. This is getting weird. Interesting. Like, the more he talks, the more interesting did I am. At first, yeah. I thought it was just an acid trip, but it's he's making sense, and nobody else is really talking about it. Yeah. In other words, it was clearly being pushed by a force besides the sun's gravity alone. At first, the explanation seemed simple. Comets show a similar acceleration because as they approach the sun, their surface is warmed, releasing once frozen gases, which act like a rocket engine. So, so there is reasoning there. Why, why, 
why is it different <laughs> than a comet then? Right. You're cutting out. I noticed that. Those released materials, however, form a comet's distinctive tail. Scientists look carefully for that tail or any sign of gases or dust that might propel Mumu and came up empty. So Loeb ca uh, calculated that with these and other anomalies, the chances that the object was some random comet was around one in quadrillion, leading him to his blockbuster hypothesis. So he's saying there's a one in quadrillion chance of it being a naturally occurring anomaly. But there's still a chance. <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> one possibility, weirdly enough, could be found in technology we already have here on Earth. Some 400 years ago, astronomer Johannes Kepler observed comet tails uh, blowing in what looked like a solar breeze and wondered if that same force could propel rocket ships through space, hmm. like the wind pushes boats through water. It was a smart idea that scientists now use to develop light sails for probes. Then reflective sheeting is unfurled in space to capture the particles streaming off the sun. I didn't know they had space sails. Me neither. Weird. That's awesome. Um, alternatively, powering lasers from Earth could be aimed at the sail to make it go even faster. That's cool. So this goes on and on and on and on. Um, anyway, this guy is saying, and I'll post this in the notes so you can read the rest of it, but he's saying that there's very, very, very little chance. I don't even have your face up here. What the hell? There what you are. Doing? I'm sorry. Um, he's saying that there's not much chance that this could possibly be, um, a comet. A comet or a naturally occurring anomaly. It's got to be some kind of space, space technology or uh, alien technology because of the way it's moving. Um, because it doesn't follow any of the other right. um, physics of space. Right. But again, maybe, like as far as like the shininess and stuff goes, if it's coming from another solar system, it could have different um, properties than you would find here right. in the solar system. Because yeah. it said it came from another outside well, the solar system. Yeah, exactly. And, and the physics that may be present for us may not be present for them. So... Is this guy a quack, or you think they're on to something? What's interesting to me is that more and more of these, quote-unquote, would be called quacks, what, five, six years ago, yeah. their, their stories are being posted on mainstream articles right. within this last year, like over and over and over. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I, I, I remain skeptical, though, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, I just do. Um, I, I just need more. Mm -hmm. So I, a lot of what he's talking about, you know, is, again, he's... He's telling us not to think of things from a human point of view, but then he he associates it all from a human point that. of view, and so yeah. Well, we're looking at it from um, things that we know, and because it's not following things that we know, then it's got to be something else. So right. it's basically what you're saying, and yeah. what, what that's what I was getting from it too. Yeah. So um, the fact that you're saying it from our understanding and uh, of like space physics, which. Yeah. Who knows? Could be completely different in another right. solar system. Absolutely, yeah. It could be following a trajectory around a more massive star outside of our solar system, and it's like right and orbiting around that. Exactly. I mean, there's so many, so many other things that could be going mm. on. So, I mean, it's I, I'm I'm just I'm skeptical. Uh, I do find it very interesting that uh, aliens are in the news. There's so much this right. year. So that that is very interesting. Like you said, that would be something that would be on front page of the you know Inquirer, and but mainstream news sources are picking it up and talking about it now. Well, some of this stuff is popping up on the New York Post, which has been declared a tabloid ever since right. the the Biden laptop yeah. came out. So I mean, maybe it's not to be trusted. But like, here's another one from the New York Post saying multiple witnesses spot a UFO over Hawaiian island of Oahu. Again, it's a Hawaiian thing, right? Yeah. Like, why, yeah. why Hawaii? Why is it popping up all in Hawaii? Yeah. So I'm not going to get into that one because we got more stuff than just aliens to cover. But the reason why I found this so interesting is because of this article that you had sent me a couple weeks ago now, I think. But we we never got time to talk about it. This came out on the 30th. So, so actually just earlier last week, we just haven't got a chance to talk to it. Is the Pentagon has been given 180 days to disclose all UFO information. Like, why is that popping up now? Right, yeah. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, we want to know everything you know on UFOs, and we want to know it now. Yeah. Like, stop covering the shit up and tell us now. Right. So that's why all the other, like, the quote-unquote quack theories and people that keep popping up, that's why it 
has been interesting to me is because things like this are coming out too, on a uh, like a federal level where right. where we're starting to acknowledge this federally. So, and it, this was part of the the COVID relief bill. Mm, it was a line item right. uh, measure in there that it said, "Hey, oh by the way." We need the Pentagon to release all they know about aliens <laughs> in the next 880 with, days. What does that have to do with COVID release? Maybe they release Do you want to read that article? Sure. Um, it says, a lot is happening fast in the federal government. Leaders in the U.S. had to come to agreement on how to distribute vaccines, how to get the American people through the remaining months of the pandemic, and still attend to the normal business of creating the legislation that keeps the country that, funded. That just says the remaining months that, like... It's winding down, right? Yeah, I they, yeah. they put an end date on uh, this. I think they are. They put an expiration date it on must the COVID. Be probably January twentieth. <laughs> um, let's see. The business was handled Sunday when President Trump signed the two point three trillion. Two point three trillion wasn't it? Well, the collectively oh, the two spending okay. bills. Two point three trillion COVID nineteen relief and federal funding bill, but there was one odd item included as a committee com- comment. Attached to the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act. Oh my gosh, your mic is going to piss me off. Which was rolled into the 5,593 page bill by order of the Senate. The bill included language. Hang on. Fix your mic. <laughs> then we'll get into it. Sorry. That's we okay. will get okay. new mic cables. Okay. Um, uh, which was rolled into the 5,593 page bill. By order of the Senate, the bill includes language that directs the Director of National Intelligence to submit a report within 180 days of the date of enactment of the date to the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committee on unidentified aerial phenomena. In plain words, the Pentagon has 180 days to turn over all information it has on UFOs. It's hard to imagine many other times in American history where the fact could be overshadowed by bigger news. However, between the debate over how much money should go to households and various looming deadlines on agreements and the ongoing contest of election results, there hasn't been much bandwidth on this item. Estimating what information from the report, if any, will make its way to the American people is a challenge. In part, that's because there is little else to compare this order to in terms of president. Still, beyond everything we already know to expect and everything else, that will crop up between now and 180 days from now. There is one more piece of news that still need to, that will make 2021 interesting. That's all it says. So, so not a lot there no. because nobody's talking about it. Like right. the article said, all this is being overshadowed by the stimulus check. Like I said, nine out of ten articles are right. referring to the stimulus check right now, and then the looming um, upcoming deadlines for the election results to be finalized. Right. And Trump saying that he's going to have a 180 turnaround somehow. Well, and but even the all the list we went through last week and the week before that talked about everything that was on the COVID relief list. No, this never popped. That up. never popped on any right. of them. You would think that would be kind of on the top that would kind of pique our interest. Well, you think it's intentional that if there is something and they are being forced to disclose it, hey, let's squeeze this into while we're talking about everything else, let's squeeze this into right. so that everybody will miss this because. The news isn't really covering this at all. No, like not the at New all. York Post is, but like we said, it must just be a tabloid. So, right. um, but nobody else is really talking about it. There are aliens in the news. There's aliens in federal bills that are being signed. Right, and yeah. we're not talking about this. Yeah. this seems a little more important to me than um, a six hundred dollars stimulus check. Right. If there actually is something here. Well, and it seems odd, like you said. Na- why now? Yeah. Why now when they talk about it, number one? And number two, who sat around and discussed it and decided they wanted to put this on the bill? Right. <laughs> who is like, like as they're like, hey, I want to add this yeah. uh, for stimulus. I want to add this for fundi- funding the recycling program on airplanes. And somebody's just like, you know what? We need to disclose all UFO yeah. information. We, we need to know about the aliens. You imagine <laughs> all the people in the room that just like turn and look at them like... <laughs> What? <laughs> he he was the junior senator from <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> you ever s- see that meme where they're all sitting around like the business table and yeah. the one guy makes a suggestion and gets thrown out the yeah. window? That's what I picture here. Is he just got thrown out the window for that? But it made the bill. So there's got to be something to it, you would think. Yeah. If they're coming up with a statement in a 5,000 page bill that says somewhere in there that says, hey, we want in the next, how many months is that? Five months? Yeah. Six months? Three um, months. Three months. No, days. no, yeah, you're right. Six, six months, months. Six months. The next, by halfway through 2021, yeah. we want all the information you have disclosed 
on alien technology and UFOs. Yeah. Why? Right. <laughs> why is this here? Why is it being squeezed into this bill, right. of all things? And why all of a sudden? Like, what is that? What is going on? Yeah. For real. I, I think if I had to put that in, I would actually put the person's name who asked for it next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Says... So, Senator so-and-so. Everybody just like, really? Again? We're doing this again? But there's probably some libertarian guy. It's like, dude, I just want to know about the yeah, aliens. Right, I don't right. care about all the rest of it. I just want to know yeah. about the aliens. And then I want I want funds to, to experiment with transportation, teleportation beams. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's it. Right there. Yeah. So... You know what it was? It was because Trump called it uh, Operation Warp Speed. That was probably it. And somebody freaked out. Well, Trump um, randomly, uh, in his presidency, formed the Space Force out of nowhere. And we're just like, what the hell was this shit? And we haven't really heard much about that. So, again, I ask, what the hell is this shit? Like, what is going on? Yeah, there. you know, you're right. In the last couple years, there's been a big push for space. Space Mm -hmm. Force, I mean, Mars... um, you know what was the uh, they they shot some kind of organisms onto the moon? Did you see that? I had heard about it, but why would you do that? <laughs> well, exactly. Again, nobody watches movies. <laughs> did you know I had read? Um, did you know that they had worked out a computer simulation back in like the sixties or seventies of what would happen if they were to de- detonate a nuclear bomb on the moon? What? Why would you do that? <laughs> they, they like fully planned to try it. That sounds horrible. But they came to the conclusion that it would be really bad because there's no atmosphere to slow down oh, God. Uh, the radiation. There wouldn't be, like, the shock wave because the sh- what the shock wave is is the atmosphere pushing back against, like, fighting back against the, right. the force of the explosion, and that's what makes the shock wave that caused the most destruction. There wouldn't be that. You'd see, like, a fireball, and it would just, like, slowly grow and grow, and the radiation would just go on forever, and the moon would probably get destroyed and just... Yeah. Plaster us with all the radiation and um, right. moon rocks, shrapnel, and plus it would it would fuck up the 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 tides. Yeah, and oh, yeah, the tides. Everything would... else that is controlled by the. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, they came to the conclusion that this would be a really bad idea, so they didn't do it. That's good. So, Somebody was had uh, some reason there. <laughs> but now they're they're planting microorganisms on the moon. Yeah, and what happened? Even worse. We never really heard what happened with China landing on the backside of the moon yeah, that's last true. year. Yeah, we never did. Maybe they found something, and that's why all this alien stuff is coming that's out. That's true. Maybe they're, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. M- maybe they found the coronavirus there. On the moon? Maybe <laughs> that's where them it came by from. aliens. There you go. Yeah. That was probably it. Well, we might, might as well transition there with China and it's coronavirus. places, any. <laughs> because I wasn't going to get here just yet, but, I mean, you brought that up. Yeah. The Chinese and... The China virus. Um, apparently, there's some more stuff coming out about the chi- about China and Wuhan and the coronavirus. Yes. Getting away. Sorry to pull away from space so early, but this is only an hour, so we can't talk yeah. the whole show. We got other things to talk about. Yeah, we, so. we can go deeper into space later. We are going to dig into space more because there there are interesting things going on there. Yeah. There's got to be, but yeah. some of these articles aren't saying much. Like. The ones that are the most important, like the Pentagon one, the 180 days, that was what, like a three-sentence article? Right, yeah. It's like, I want to know more. Right, yeah. So we can speculate all day long, but um, I'm curious of how that's going to unwrap in the next six months. Yeah. But, like I said, moving on, since you said maybe the, the Chinese found the coronavirus there, um, this article came from BBC, which is our most trusted source. <laughs> right. Um, it says, COVID, uh, Wuhan scientists... Oh, no, this is the BBC one. First, before, this is saying they're welcoming yeah, uh, visit. Like, yeah, come check out. You'll see everything's fine. To check out the lab. But this other article says there's a growing body of evidence that shows COVID-19 leaked from a Chinese lab, which I found interesting because I thought we just kind of blew over that topic. Well, they yeah, I mean, they talked about it for a while, but it became kind of a politically incorrect thing to say because right. you're like, oh, well, you're going to accuse China for doing that, you know, and but, but and then was it was politically charged because Trump still only calls it, it the, the China, China virus, the China virus. Yeah. But there was, um, was it back in uh, June or July? There were 17 different countries that were suing China for the for the release of the virus and we never heard anything from that no. really how yeah. that ended well i i think um because i think that they pushed the investigation off to this year mm. that makes so. sense 
So it says the most credible theory about the origin the origin of COVID-19 is that it escaped from a Chinese laboratory, according to U.S. National Security Advisor Matthew Pottinger, who I'm surprised hasn't been killed yet, right. who made the comment during a Zoom meeting with U.K. officials. So this is actually from Zero Hedge, not BBC, this one, but the other one is right. from BBC. Yeah. We'll get there. There's a growing body of evidence that the lab is likely the most credible source of the virus, said Pottinger, referring to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, according to the Daily Mail, which notes that even China's leaders openly admit their previous claims that the virus originated in a Wuhan market are false. So this theory that we're still throwing around here in America, right. Chinese leaders have already come out and said, no, that's not, we were wrong. It, ha- yeah. it didn't come from bats in the Chinese market. Yeah. But you still hear um, people throwing that around here oh, on yeah. Facebook. Because at CNN, I mean, they, they don't cover any of that. They rather yeah. cover Trump's failure. Right. So it says, Pottinger was one of the first U.S. officials to sound the alarm at the White House over the origins of the virus in January 2020, when he initially suspected the outbreak originated in a Chinese lab, after which Pottinger ordered U.S. intelligence agencies to search for evidence. Good thing he kept his theory to himself, or Twitter may have banned him. (laughs) All right. He also slammed the WHO probe as a ruse, saying, MPs around the world have a moral role to play in exposing the WHO investigation as a, a Potemkin exercise? I don't even know what that means. I don't either. How do you spell it? Re- uh, P-O-T-E-M-K-I-N. It says, referring to the facade village created in the 18th century Crimea to convince visiting Russian Empress Catherine the Great that the region was doing well. There you go. Oh, okay. So it's basically a ruse to make it look like everything, when WHO went in there, just to make everything look like it was fine and good and clean, and there's no way it, it escaped from the lab. Says Ian Duncan Smith, the former Tory party leader who attended the meeting, said Mr. Pottinger's comments represented a stiffening stiffening of the U.S. position on the theory that the virus came from a leak at the lab amid reports that Americans are talking to whistleblower from the Wuhan Institute. I was told the U.S. have an ex-scientist from the laboratory in America at the moment. Holy shit, I didn't know that. I didn't either. That could be interesting. That was what I heard a few weeks ago. <laughs> I was led to believe this is how they have been able a, able to stiffen up their position on how this outbreak originated. So that's why they're ramping up their this theory now, mm-hmm. because supposedly they have the scientists from the Wuhan, Wuhan lab. Wuhan, Wuhan. Yeah. He he added that Beijing's refusal to allow journalists to visit the lab only served to increase suspicion that it was ground zero for the pandemic. The truth is there are people who have been in those labs who maintain that this is the case. We don't know what they have been doing in that lab. They may well have been fiddling with with bat coronaviruses and looking at them, and they made a mistake. I've spoken to various people who believe that to be the case. Fiddling with... To me, it's probably more the case they're looking to weaponize or looking right. at ways to at least um, transform it. Like right. people are always screwing around in labs with with uh, well, and um, viruses and, and trying to mutate them. I mean that. I mean that sounds very plausible to me. I mean we we both talked about how you know with everything that's on the UN agenda and the Great Reset and Build Back Better that it would behoove them that this virus be released and wipe out. You know, a percent, a percentage of right. the population. You're sounding like a conspiracy theorist now, Bill. I know, I know. Even establishment figures in Beijing have o- openly dismissed the wet market story. Um, Pottinger told call recipients. Meanwhile, emails obtained via public records request revealed that influential scientists have been hard at work crafting the natural origin thesis while suggesting a lab leak as a fringe conspiracy theory. So he's saying. Um, there are records that are being revealed that scientists are like kind of making it look like doing their best to look like it was a natural thing, like right. like from bats yeah. at the markets and stuff, and just dismissing it all as conspiracy. Influential scientists and many news outlets have described the evidence as overwhelming that the virus originated in wildlife, not from a lab. Really overwhelming? Is it that overwhelming? Right. Is it hard to believe? I mean, with all the science fiction movies out there, is it really hard to no. believe that something like this no. escaped from a lab? Not at all. It happens all the time it in does. movies. 
However, a year after the first reported case of SARS-CoV-2 in China in the Chinese city of Wuhan, little is known how or where the virus originated. Understanding the origin the origins which caused the disease COVID-19 may be crucial to preventing the next pandemic. Yeah, I mean, if you're covering up evidence, like how are you going to um, right. prevent it from happening yeah, next time? Yeah, there, it's impossible. Like, if a nucle- nuclear reactor melted down, like right. in Fukushima, the first thing you're... Well, first you're going to try to clean it up and prevent bad things right. from happening. Second thing you're going to do is see how it happened and try to prevent it right. from happening so next it time. Happen again. Like what what steps were taken and not taken that, right. that led to this to happen? How can we prevent this from happening next time? If they're covering right. up something here, they're only preventing us from figuring out how to keep it from happening next time. Right, and it, it's been a, cl- a global cover-up. Yeah. I mean, it's been from World Health Organization, the CDC, I yeah. mean, UN, everybody has been covering for China. Is it just China, though? Because, I mean, we've talked about the conspiracy theory of... The war games that happened over oh, in that yeah. area no, right absolutely. before that, or yeah. right during that time. Like, right. is it something that they were meddling with in the some of these games? Like, um, maybe that was part of it. Absolutely. It was w- just, and, w- and wouldn't it, it be bad. easier to say that, oh, it's something that slipped away from China yeah. than saying that, you know... That oh, we, <laughs> the whole world had their finger on this right, and yeah. messed up somehow? Yeah. Or intentionally. <laughs> or intentionally, or maybe they were going to try to make it worse and someone released it early because they didn't want it to get so bad. Right. Well, the other article from the BBC tries to attempt to continue to cover up right. this whole theory because this is the first article I accidentally pulled up. It says, Wuhan scientists would welcome visits from probing lab leak theory. Yeah, now that they've right. already scrubbed all the say, evidence. They probably don't even have the lab. Most of the doctors are dead. Yeah, How? I mean, how many... Months has it been, and what are the odds that you'll find anything? Cause yeah, it's been over a year. Like the last article said, they prevented any reporters from getting in the lab yeah. for a year now. Right, yeah. Says a Chinese scientist at the center of the ups- unsubstantiated claim, so thank you, BBC, for yeah. taking a side on this, <laughs> that the coronavirus leaked from her laboratory in Chinese city of Wuhan, has told the BBC that she is open to any kind of visit. To rule it out. Yeah, she can say that, but is the Chinese government going to right. allow him in? Oh, I'm sure she she is the Chinese government. Uh, yeah, I mean, she can say all she wants, but yeah. then the Chinese government can be like, fuck no, you ain't yeah, coming in there. Right, yeah. Surprise statement from Professor Xi Zhengli comes as a World Health Organization team prepares to travel to Wuhan next month to begin its investigation into the origins of COVID-19. Oh, Are you really <laughs> going to visit this a full year after it and expect oh, yeah. to find shit. Well, and now because I believe China is one of the biggest uh, financial backers of the WHO now at this point. Oh yeah, since the United States has pulled out. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm sure that the results will be very uh, indecisive. You know, one side or unbiased. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. So again, it's like going back to a crime scene a, li- a year later. Right. Yeah. After it's already like say there was a murder in a house. Yeah. The crime. The body's been cleaned up. The house has been repainted. Brand new residents in the house. Yeah, the house house has been sold since then (laughs) two different times, and you're expecting to go back there and find evidence of murder there. Yeah. You're an idiot. This whole thing is stupid and asinine. It is. So it says, uh, the remote district of Tongwan in China's southwestern province of Yunnan is hard to reach at the best of times, but when a BBC team tried to visit recently, it was impossible. Plainclothes police officers and other officials in unmarked cars followed us for miles along the narrow, bumpy roads, stopping when we did, backtracking with us when we were forced to turn around. They're just making this claim that, oh, nobody's got in there because it's so hard to get right. to. yeah, yeah. They had no desire. We found obstacles in our way, including a broken-down lorry, which locals confirmed had been placed across the road a few minutes before we arrived. There was a broken-down truck place. So they're trying to prevent people from getting in there because there's yeah. a broken-down truck right. planted in front of it yeah. that was placed there a few minutes before. As we ran into checkpoints at which unidentified men told us their job was to keep us out. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds like they're super welcoming to let reporters yeah. in there. At first sight, all this might seem like a disproportionate effort given our intended destination, a nondescript abandoned 
copper mine in which back in 2012, six workers succumbed to a mystery illness that eventually claimed the lives of three of them. Interesting. Hmm. That could be something to look into. Right. But their tragedy, which would otherwise almost certainly have been largely forgotten, has been given new meaning by the COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know what this has to do with anything. Uh, was it COVID that killed them? I don't know, but it was back in 2012. What the hell? The three deaths are now at the center of a major scientific controversy about the origins of the virus and the question of whether it came from nature or from a laboratory. And the attempts of Chinese authorities to stop us reaching the site are a sign of how hard they're working to control the narrative. So they are saying that they are working to control it, but at the beginning it talked about an unsubstantiated right. claim. It's yeah. like, pick a side. Right. For more than a decade, the rolling jungle covered hills in Yunnan, and the cave system within have been the focus of a giant scientific field study. It has been led by Professor Shang Li, or Zheng Li from Wuhan Institute of Virology. Professor Shi won international acclaim for her discovery that the illness known as SARS, which killed more than 700 people in 2003, was caused by a virus that probably came from a species of bat in a Yunnan cave. So all the freaking world pandemics are coming from this right. area. It's this like, province. stop investigating. Yeah, stop, <laughs> stop going those places. Just yes. stay out. Ever since Professor Shi, often referred to as China's Batwoman, Oh, God. Has been in the vanguard of a project to try to predict and prevent further such outbreaks. So they're probably fucking around with these viruses to try to learn how to prevent them. And something right. got out. And if that's the case, yeah, that sucks. But come clean with that right. shit. Yeah. Well, trying to prevent them or, like you said, trying to weaponize them. Yeah. The fact that Wuhan is now... Uh, home to the world's leading coronavirus research facility, as well as the first city to be <laughs> ravaged by a pandemic outbreak of a deadly new one, has fueled suspicion that two things are connected. You I think? I mean, <laughs> what are the odds, really? The Chinese government, the WIV, and, the, and Professor Xi have all angrily dismissed the allegations of a virus leak from Wuhan lab. But with scientists appointed by the World Health Organization... Scheduled to visit Wuhan in January for an inquiry into the origin of the pandemic, Professor Xi, who was given who has given a few interviews since the pandemic began, answered a number of BBC questions by email. I've communicated with the WHO experts twice, she wrote, when asked if an investigation might help us rule out a lab leak and end the speculation. I have personally and clearly expressed that I would welcome them to visit the WIV, she said. Follow-up about whether that would include a formal investigation with access to their ex experimental data and lab records. Uh, she says, I would personally welcome any form of visit based on an open, transparent, trusting, reliable, and reasonable dialogue. But the specific plan is not decided by me. So there she goes. She is right. open to it. Yeah. But it's not up to her. Yeah. And she she clearly points out, yeah, but I want you I want you to come here, but you know the government won't allow it. Yeah, yeah. So she's saying, look at whatever you want. But she knowing she knows, yeah, that there's no way the Chinese government's right. going to let them yeah. have that much no. flexibility. So it says the BBC subsequently received a call from WIV's press office saying that Professor Xi was speaking in a personal capacity and her <laughs> answers had not been approved by the WIV. So there not even the lab will yeah. even allow it. Right. The lab saying, well, she can say what she wants, but right. we're, we're not confirming that we're going to allow yeah. that. So all this saying it's substantiated, unsubstantiated, um, because she's welcoming this. Well, I mean, she's that person that's just like, oh, yeah, I have no problem with that. But, right. again, yeah. she knows yeah. that there's no way it's going to be allowed. So right. she's, yeah. she can get she by can say what she wants. She's probably been shot by now for saying it. <laughs> right, yeah. Or she's their, she's their person to say, yeah, I want you to come here, but it's not my say. You know, I, I, I'd like to you to come over, yeah. but um, my, my parents probably wouldn't want, want you to. So. so we got that to look forward to as well as alien technology coming out. Because like I said, it's supposed to they're, – they're pushing to investigate this month in January, this month. Okay. So we'll see if anything comes out of it. I don't think anything will. Yeah. I'd be curious to see if those um, if those court cases are still open or if they's, they've been closed. I don't know. So, so what happens if if they find out it leaked from that lab? What happens? I mean, well, do we implement yeah. sanctions on China? Well, I mean, we should for them covering should, up yeah. a worldwide supposed deadly pandemic. Yeah. But again, the 
the whole rest of the world is backing China right now. And again, the World Health Organization backed them. Mm -hmm. UN backed them. So you got all these big league people that have backed them. I mean, you can't really put sanctions on them. Right. Because what does that say about these other institutions that people trust when they backed them? Yeah, right. Well, it sounds like the WHO is the ones that are going to do the investigation this month. So who knows? It could just be more of a cover-up to to get rid of a lot of the stuff. They'll be like, oh, we looked over everything, and uh, everything looks good. It didn't leak from them. So, um, Yep. Well, the final thing I had in the news, because we're getting short on time. we got about 10 minutes left. Um, The final thing I had in the news, this came as a shock to me. Not a shock what he's doing, but a shock that they would report on this. Apparently, Bill Gates is quietly funding a plan to dim the sun's rays. That sounds really bad. (laughs) And I I think when you told me that, I I was like, that sounds like the plot from Highlander 2. Yeah, and I think this article actually brings that up. At least one of the articles I read said it's not nearly as interesting as that. But That wasn't that interesting either. (laughs) But this one, I'll tell you why it's interesting. I'll read it first, and then I'll tell you why it's interesting. It says, a project conducted by Harvard U- University scientists and funded largely by Microsoft founder Bill Gates to test sin- sun-dimming technology to cool global warming is qu- quietly moving forward in Sweden. Why always Sweden? Yeah, you know— And again, I, why does Bill Gates have his damn hands in something yeah, else? Right, yeah. Uh, you know, Sweden just seems to be where the place where the Dr. Evils come from. Yeah, I think so. It says, we know what you're thinking. This can't be real. But it is. Says report Reuters reports that Harvard Project plans to test out a controversial theory that global warming can be stopped by spraying particles into the atmosphere that would reflect the sun's rays. You're not as much of a conspiracy theorist as I am. No. But one of the major conspiracy theories that's been floating around forever is the concept of um what's that called? Um chemtrails. Yes. Where they're right. like seeding the sky whether it's for and there's all the different theories of it one is that it's like um seeding clouds to make it rain one of them is that it's um like putting chemicals in to like alter our mind and things like that but one of them is the concept that they're putting metallic things in to reflect the sun's rays to cool down the earth that has been one of the theories and it's been a long uh refuted thing as one of the most crazy conspiracy oh that's just um you're just talking about jet um, exhaust, and you're just stupid. Right. So now, and now they're coming out and saying Bill Gates is looking into this, and it's the exact same thing that these theories have been discredited for so many years. He's um, funding this thing where, hey, we're going to spray these uh, particles, reflective particles, into the atmosphere to reflect the sun's rays back and cool the Earth. So it's 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 now what was conspiracy is now becoming reality and it's like how many other things that are conspiracies oh yeah well let's see they're talking about aliens yes <laughs> we're talking about virus being uh, willfully released yep uh to d- d- diminish the population right <laughs> i mean i think the 2020s are going to be the year of the conspiracy well it, it all just co- turn comes back in a circle and they just act like they never like refuted it from the beginning it's just yeah. like oh yeah we're doing this thing yeah yeah oh says, uh, in Sweden, plans to fly a test balloon next year are already underway. The test balloon will not release any particles in the atmosphere, but could be a step towards an experiment, perhaps in the autumn of 2021 or spring of 22. Why do they need to test a balloon if they're not spraying anything in the atmosphere? We've tested right. balloons yeah. for centuries now. Yeah. <laughs> We've been flying balloons. The experiments may see up to... Two kilograms of non-toxic calcium carbonate dust released into the atmosphere. Non-toxic. And so I never personally believed in chemtrails until I think it was two years ago. I was planning a camping trip Mm -hmm. like all weekend long or all week long. I was planning it for the weekend and it had been like bright, sunny skies all week long. And then the Friday I was driving for work and it was bright skies but i started noticing the all the lines the chemtrails from the airplanes all across the sky and i was like huh there's a lot of lines up there well within an hour of seeing those it went from blue skies to like completely overcast and within another hour it was like downpouring rain and like rain the whole entire rest of the weekend and it wasn't supposed to rain that weekend either like the weather forecast said no rain so from that day on i was just like 
they're doing some shit with the sky. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to be blown off as a complete conspiracy yeah. theorist, but I do believe they're doing some shit with the sky and, and manipulating weather. I, yeah. I think it's out there. Oh, I, I agree. And I must be hanging out with you too much because <laughs> I, I just, um, you know, every little thing that just seems without reason to me that pops up, I'm just like, okay, what are they fucking with now? Yeah, you know, I mean, right. even when the Draco hit, I'm like, what if it was the government <laughs> pointing a weather because Cedar Rapids was the one big city in the in the Midwest that refused to do masks. Yeah. They refused to social distance. And maybe the government was like, oh, you know, fuck you. I'm going to hit you with this and so see what you got to stay. Inside. Yeah, exactly. Well, even after that, it seemed like for like two months straight that we had like 50 mile an hour wind gusts yeah, almost right, every single day. Right. And it's like, what the fuck did they do? And to it the was weather? a straight line. I mean, it, it literally just hit Cedar Rapids, right. basically. Yeah, I it was mean, just like a few miles. South, it was so concentrated. Right. And I've never, ever in my life heard of anything like right. that before. So, again, we're we are we're we're not conspiracy theorists. We are. But OK, he, <laughs> I am. Uh, but, but but we look this at things logically, yeah. right? And and things don't add up right. all the time. And I I said this in the bonus episode this last week. I'm like, this isn't a conspiracy show, but when we're just reporting what's in the news right. and giving our opinions on what it looks like, maybe from a conspiracy point of view. But again, it's coming like full circle where it's just becoming normal news now. Yeah. So you can call us a conspiracy theory, but it's in the news. And it's yeah. like they're wanting to fuck with the weather. It says it right here. So for me to say they're fucking with the weather isn't that crazy anymore no. when you have Bill right. Gates funneling billions of dollars oh, yeah. into it. Yeah. Th this goes on to say, Bill Gates is living proof that just because you once did something very smart to make your mark on the world, it doesn't necessarily make you a very smart person. <laughs> All right. That was, that's harsh. <laughs> it says, having the gall to play God by dimming the sun's rays and thinking it won't lead to a dr drastic and unpredictable problems makes that case rather obvious. And that's the whole thing. Absolutely. It's like, again, we go back to every science fiction book. You, mm -hmm. you, you fuck with nature yes. thinking you're going yes. to make something better. Yeah. And then it's like the butterfly effect. Yes. Like you fuck with one little thing. Yeah. What's it, what is it going to screw right. up? It's like, yeah, and that's, that's what pisses me off is the arrogance of man, right? That they feel like they can change nature to, to make it better. Mm -hmm. And, but they're not looking at everything else that's affected. Right. I mean, the entire earth, again, I, as a Christian, I believe everything was created to, to symbiotically work together. Right. And when you start fucking up the, the chain, you have to fuck up everything else. And, have you watched Highlander 2? I have not. Horrible have not. movie. Don't yeah. watch it. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> but they fuck up the whole planet by yeah. trying to, to help out with global warming. Right. And it, it's just... It, it, it's like, what are the long-term effects? Things. What are the ecological effects? Like, is An it going age. to... Yeah, well, yeah. Is it going to... Even smaller than that, like, is it going to screw up, like... Um, like Micro ecology right. is it going to screw Mi up migration patterns of yeah. birds? Right. Yeah, growth patterns of plants. I, I don't know. I mean, it's very possible. Like, you can test all you want, but you don't know what's actually going to happen until you actually do it, right. and then it's yeah. going to be too late. It's like if they had put that freaking nuke on the moon, yeah. just to see what would happen. Well, yeah. In the end, you can't take that back, and yeah. you can't take back something like you could screw up ecology permanently. Yeah. Absolutely, it's like. In the Middle Ages, when they thought the the cats were were causing the plague, and so they kill all the cats. Yeah. Well, it was the mice with fleas that had the plague, and <laughs> right. they spread that much faster because there's no because cats. There's to, no cats killing exactly, rats. and it's that kind of shit that they end up doing. I I can see them wanting to tone down the carbon emission to, like, naturally slow right. down global warming, but when you start screwing with it and trying to manipulate the weather, yeah, the potential is so much. Like, there's potential for worse is so much greater than the potential for yeah. actually doing something and, and good. And Bill Gates has a God complex. He does. He absolutely does. And and, it, and he has the this ego and the money and the, the influence to pull it off, which right. is even scarier. Right. So we got a lot of crazy shit, and it all led back to conspiracy theories today. It's it's weird. It we're, we're out yes. of time for today. Bill Gates killed Kennedy. I'm calling it. Probably. <laughs> probably happened. Will not surprise me. But we talked about aliens, alien technology. We talked about uh, the Wuhan, Wuhan man-made viruses, and now, which was humans fucking around with shit they shouldn't have been fucking around with. And we got Bill Gates fucking around with the weather. Yep. And it's like nothing, nothing good could come from any of this. Yep. I and I, I see 
that if aliens were to come down and see us screwing around with shit, they'd be like, go back, just yeah. go back. <laughs> this is no good. Or yeah. they're not going to, they're not going to come down and make contact with us and realize, hey, we can get along with these people. No, they'd go down and be like, dude, these these guys are crazy. They they can't even take care of themselves. Just take them all out. Or our government's gonna, or the world government will fuck up and like take their leader hostage for oh, technology probably. and then initiate a, a galactic war. Probably. <laughs> In the end, it's probably not gonna end well with us. No. So um, we are gonna get out of here for this week, though. <laughs> so happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Look at all the shit that 2021 has to offer. Right? You thought 2020 was bad. Yep. Aliens, buckle up, Buttercup. Aliens and global uh, weather manipulation. That's what we get to look forward to. So um, I'm sure AI is just around the corner. So it, watch it, out for Skynet. Yeah, they're it's not coming. talking about that, which is means they're probably working hard oh, absolutely. on it. So, so we're going to go. Um, we'll see you back here. Like I said, we're going to dig into some of the, the crazy stuff that's supposed to be coming down for the election, like uh, Donald Trump with his final um, uh, push to... to Turn this around, I guess, and this yeah. could get really ugly really fast. I'm so, thinking so. So we're going to let you go and be back Wednesday for that as we talk about that. Otherwise, um, enjoy your week. Enjoy uh, your first week, full week of 2021. 2021. Yeah. Hopefully things go good for you. Absolutely. So we're going to see you here on Wednesday. Have a great Thanks. week. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout-out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time. And let us continue to invade your ear holes, and as always, never stop talking.